Hello and welcome to It's Your Voice. I am your host, Anita DiFrancesco. This is episode 13 and the topic is Reclaim Passion and Intimacy. And the title of this program, It's Your Voice, was born out of the DonnaGentileStory.com, a true crime book. I wrote on a woman who was silenced. You'll just have to read it, pick it up on Amazon. Uh, G-E-N-T-I-L-E is the spelling. But this podcast is dedicated to all the voiceless women of the world. May your voice be heard. And what we are, uh, our topics are a variety of topics under mindfulness, sexuality, and relationships. So let's begin with the structure of a relationship. Now, there are three separate relationships that, that occur at all times. You have the self, the other, and the meeting point. And again, reclaiming intimacy and passion takes a lot of work. Within relationships should be structure, boundaries, and freedom. Recreating the relationship that you want. You can rekindle a relationship or start a new relationship with someone or just work at bringing back the passion, reclaiming it and intimacy. And it doesn't have to be the bedroom. It can be anywhere within and without. It can just be the intimacy that exists within the relationship. And you can work this at any time. <clears throat> now, getting back to the, um, the three separate relationships, you have the self, which refers to every aspect of who you are. It interacts with your own feelings, your somatic body, your experiences, your emotions, your feelings, your presence, your consciousness. And all of this occurs inside of you, inside all of you. So you have thoughts, again, feelings, and a soul. And then <clears throat> there's a constant part of that that needs attention, intention. And between these places, you move between the own place, these places within yourself. And then you have the other, which refers to the person or persons with whom you're interacting. So the people that you interact with, it could be anyone that you interact with. At the same time, they're experiencing something, something within the somatic body and the emotional body as well as you are. And then you interact with your thoughts, feelings, your, um, your intellect, your aura, aligning the thought, feeling, and emotion. So it's a constant movement of everything. And within this, there is the attention. There is the intention. And then you have the meeting point, which is the sacred place where everything comes together, the deliberation, the, the honoring, the, uh, the, um, the, the place of sacredness, the place where you come and share, the place of honesty, the place where two people come and it's all inclusive of the self and, and the other. So it is at this point that you meet and the consciousnesses meet. The, the, uh, the part of you that is dormant, the present part of yourself, this awareness begins to form. And this is the meeting point. So Within the meeting point, there must be a sense of presence, awareness, and consciousness. There needs to be where, where that part of you is willing to <clears throat> come to this place of divinity. Loving yourself. That's what it's all about, folks. Loving yourself. So you relate to each other. And then you, you, you come to this place. You adapt. You adjust to the fluidness, the push, the pull the right, the wrong, the connecting, the congruency. So it is about this meeting place where the two people grow, nurture each other, flourish, 
and become the whole person recreating and liberating the new you. You can check out my book, Live Free, on Amazon, and we get into that with uh, the book, Live Free, Recreate and Liberate Yourself. Now, so the structure, boundaries, and freedom. Let's get into what the love and the boundaries, I mean, the love and the passion. It needs work, no matter how much in love you are, no matter how connected you are as a twin flame, a soulmate, you need to get to know the partner all over again if you want to rekindle, reclaim passion and intimacy. You know, starting all over, adding more touch to your relationship, holding hands. You know, everything can be outside the bedroom. This is not about bedroom stuff now. So keeping that in mind, intimacy and passion exist within the life, not just the bedroom. And and if it if you don't have it within the life, outside the bedroom, when you get into the bedroom, it's going to be false intimacy, false passion. And that's why people become isolated from each other, separate from each other. They, they become dormant in their feelings. They disconnect. They detach. So more touch. And then there's the erogenous zones. Now that's for the bedroom and that's another topic. But expressing to your partner, say for example, that you you, you, um, you're angry and you, you want to criticize your partner or project some of your insecurities onto your partner. <clears throat> when you feel tempted like this, try to catch on to those triggers because it's that inner child that jumps up and needs the attention. So go back in and love yourself, nourish yourself. And before uttering this critical judgment to your partner, find the gratitude, yeah, find the gratitude, find the kindness if you can find it now we're going to get on to communication now that's that brings us to communication where you want to communicate more effectively and less violently more effectively less violent so what this means is that you are not projecting those feelings of anxiety those feelings of of hate that jump up at you, those feelings of isolation or past experiences. We all have this baggage in us, well, a lot of us do, and we need to do the work. So before you can project this onto your partner, you need to work with those feelings inside. You need to breathe. You need to <clears throat> get therapy from me, actually. I practice Dr. Wilhelm Reich's work, which is the... Um, work of orgone energy breathing where it works with the sexual emotional and the armor of the body so your body when you're armored it means it's there's some form of split you're splitting off so you're not connected to the whole person so what we want to do is recreate you by loving yourself folks now let's get into sensory perception this is a big one <clears throat> and i'd like you to practice some sensory perception this week get a massage feel nourished warmth you know, you know, we, we want to take the edge off. We're stressful. We're angry. We always want to jump out and criticize people. For example, take a cup of warm coffee and hold it in your hand or tea or drink some, you know, or hold some soup, uh, a cup of soup in your hands or, or take, 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 ingest some soup. Okay. And feel that warmth. So when you feel this anger that wants to come up and you want to start to judge your partner, start to connect with things in the sensory perception way of the body and the perceptiveness that that would warm you and nurture you. Maybe wrap yourself in a blanket, 
and give yourself that warmthful moment. Or, <clears throat> I mean, if you can't get massage or you don't, you're not into that kind of thing, you know, drink some hot tea and soothe yourself, soothe your soul, nurture yourself. This is going back to loving yourself again. And then when you, when you see that you want to judge or criticize or condescend your partner, it dissipates. You won't be as frustrated. You won't be as sensitive in that way. Okay, moving on. Now, when was the last time you laughed together? First, let's take take a few comedians out there. We have George Carlin, we have Sebastian Maniscalco, and there are many others that you can tune into to in, inhabit, inhabit some way of laughter. You know, it is comic relief. So laughter on your own is a nice way of relieving your stress, your anxiety, your grief, your sorrow, and also laughing with your partner. So when you can come together and laugh together at things that are funny or you make fun of things, this is a wonderful, wonderful, healthy thing to do together is to laugh more often. And what this can do is open up again, those areas, the dormant areas in the body that need attention, that need love, that need nurturing. And you, in that moment, you are healing yourself. This is called loving yourself. So tune into some comedians to get started on something like that. The attention, attention, listening with the whole body rather than just your ears. Now, eye gazing is another Tantra wisdom exercise that I practice. <clears throat> you know, it's easy to have sex, but difficult to make love. Why? Because you need to have all of these components before you can really make healthy love in a bedroom. Eye gazing, listening, instead of showing the madness to your partner, teach your partner what you need, ask your partner. So you wanna teach each other. People say that, oh, if your partner doesn't do this or that, they don't love you. And that is an unfair statement. We have to teach our partner how to love, what it is that we need to, to feel fulfilled and connected in the relationship. So you really want to teach your partner and ask, make a list, sit down, make a list. Oh, you're listening to It's Your Voice. I'm your host, Anita DeFrancesco, episode 13, Reclaiming Passion and Intimacy. Serenity. Now, what, ha what is the serenity space that we create? It's this altar where you take the time out to be with your partner, to work with your partner, <clears throat> in times of stress, in times of needing attention, in times of feeling distant or untrusting or on a defense. So you're feeling distant and isolated from your partner. Maybe you're not connecting. You're too busy in life, you know, going to work and et cetera, et cetera. But create this little altar, maybe fill this little space with flowers, incense, whatever you desire there. It's called timeout. So in this space is where you will get into the questions and statements, what I like about myself, what I like about you, what I love about myself, what I love about you, what I appreciate and honor and so forth. And asking each other what you would like to change in the relationship. So this is really about balancing, giving and receiving. And what it's about is, is hearing each other without interruption, listening with your full body and without defense. Less texting 
This is a big, big issue. Less texting and more phone calls. I'm going to leave you on that one. And that, if you do that, this is one way of embracing intimacy because you will become vulnerable. You will start to show your feelings through your voice. Vulnerability opens the lines of communication that lead to intimacy. Now, you don't have to wear your emotions on your sleeve. We do need the healthy boundaries, but what you do need is to open that heart somewhat so that you can feel the love that's in you when you're loving someone else. Now, people th seem to think that they have to open up this feeling to feel to love the other person. You need to feel the love in you, and that is the love that you give to the other person. So in essence, it's, it's this exchange of you're loving yourself while you're loving someone else, and it becomes this one. It becomes this one. <clears throat> so really, you are alone. People tend to get very attached when they open up the... Um, the emotions and and they become you know all these different uh feelings emerge and over time and then they feel the pain but if you start to <clears throat> open the vulnerableness of yourself express yourself talk about yourself how you feel how i feel today is how i feel so get into those kind of words how I, this is how you rekindle passion and again we have the eye gazing the touching feather massage powder massage breathing is helping you to charge up so what we want to do is pick those nights we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a moment uh the his and her night so where has all the passion gone why is the passion lost why is that it's either you've had all your sex and again, passion and intimacy is not just about sex, but you've had it all in five years when you could have done it over the course of 10. You've built patterns, you're armored, you're stuck, you're isolated, one's pursuing, one's more distant, you're separating, you're coming together, you're pushing, you're pulling, you're separating. One's growing, the other isn't. The other doesn't support the other one's growth. Naturally, if you don't do that, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have a falling out. So adjusting and adapting to each other's newness. And this will create the shift, the emotional connection, and the discharging, the charging up, will make you more passionate because the more charge that you have, the more feelings of love come through. Rekindling the sexual chemistry, bringing the oxytocin back. Again, holding hands, spooning, finding those Kama Sutra positions learning how to change things up, kissing with your tongue, or just giving a peck kiss during the day when, when you see your partner in the middle of the day. It doesn't always have to be a tongue kiss. Um, hugs can replace, the, uh, can release oxytocin. Just hugging, it's sexual expression. That's all it is. This could be a way of foreplay for you. Being creative sexually, role-playing, create scenarios, you know, meet her at, have her go to the bar, have him go to the bar and do like a pickup scene, like like the first time you met or something, if that's the way you met, and uh, or whatever, or maybe you didn't and you want to recreate that scene. So just so that you can get into um, becoming more connected from an authentic self. Now you want to plan the intimacy. This is important. And having those nights of being in his arms or her arms are priority. You have to have, make love 
and in relationship and intimacy and passion a priority. So planning the intimacy would be like her night and his night. When you're in the bedroom, for example, letting go of the business talk, of the household talk, of the children talk. When you're in the bedroom, it should be an exchange of words that are spiritual, metaphysical, sensual, loving kindness. So letting go of business talk while in the bedroom. But before the bedroom, you want to prioritize these moments and plan the his night, giving him a bath and giving her a bath, giving him a massage, giving her a massage. And it will be those nights just for each each one of you. So you would have your own night and you'd be able to have the time to receive experimenting with new sex, new positioning, breaking the routine, trying trying variety, a variety of things, but also discussing this. So making your intimate life a priority. I'm going to be in his arms tonight, or she's going to be in my arms tonight. Increasing the physical affection and emotional attunement can help you to sustain, yes, a deeper, meaningful bond. And isn't that what you really want? Love is such a great feeling. As Randolph Pitt says, love is a great feeling. So moving along here. So on this note, what I'm going to leave you with is one more thing here. How do you, and think about this for this week, how do you show your thanks for your partner loving you? You're with this partner for a year or for 10 years, and besides the gifts and the, the dinners and the cooking the dinners or the surprises, of showing your partner, or at least you think, and that's part of showing your partner, giving thanks. Well, what is the real thanks? I want to hear the real thanks that come from your mouth and words, the authentic. Like, I really thank you for being in my life. You want to actually verbally thank them for being in your life, for for being that that other person that is there to hold the space for them, to give the love from the heart. So, you can, and what we do, we do show this in gifts and things of that nature, but to make it more real, more authentic, reclaiming again the passion and the intimacy, let's try to verbalize the thanks that you have for your partner loving you. Okay, folks, remember, it's about loving yourself. Love yourself today and love someone else. You've been tuned into It's Your Voice. I have been your host, Anita DeFrancesco. This is episode 13, Reclaiming Passion and Intimacy. I can be found at tantrawisdom.com and the donnagentilestory.com. That is a book, a true crime book that you'll have to read. It's on, available on Amazon. Okay, we'll see you next time.